from the backwoods and the swamp waters of the Sunshine State and all across America and the world, this is the Big and Wild Outdoors. Not at all. I don't like you anymore. I know, me too. Welcome back, everybody. It's hour number three of the Big and Wild Outdoors. Welcome in. Braden Gunn, Vince Noble, Bill George, and uh, Schreiner, and uh, that Casey kid's in there. Isn't He's that him? back. Isn't that his name, Casey? Yes. Casey. K-A-C-Y? Casey? C, actually. C-A-S-E. Like Casey at the bat? Casey Kasem. I can't understand you with that diaper on your face, man. All I heard was... <laughs> <laughs> you have to remember, we have to adhere to different rules than y'all do. You're not actually employees, but now that I'm around another employee within six feet, I'm required to wear a mask. I was wondering why you got the Frito Bandito uh, bandana on there. Because it's the only thing that fits over my beard, and you're supposed to keep it tight to your face. So shut up. I got two layers. Why don't you just take the beard and uh, and comb it back over and put it over your ears? That way you have a built-in I've actually done that, so I get that extra filtration. (laughs) Every time somebody tells me that I, uh, you know, the guy, oh, you got that beard. You know they do tests, and beards are dirty. And I'm like, yeah, at least it's on my beard. You have that dirt on your face yeah Ooh. in your face yeah. so is alan on yeah, one well, he said uh, Al, uh alan's on one all right i'm gonna go to alan okay alan hello how are you are you okay are you freezing uh i'm adjusting i'm all right i got the <laughs> i got the heater on i'm good to go <laughs> i got the heater on oh my gosh <laughs> Well, that's what's wrong with you. It's like Bill George, uh, you know, moves down from Pennsylvania a thousand years ago, and he's got to go out with this quilted northern, uh, uh, you know, shirt on. And here you are, a Wisconsinite that's been down here long enough to thin out, and now all of a sudden you got to have the heater well, on. Seriously. Well, let me cl- let me clarify. I am not a Wisconsinite. Oh, I, I oh lived that's there right. For a while. That's right. You married it, you married into it. I'm sorry. I married into it, but yeah. that's the reason I called. You guys are conjuring up a lot of good memories for me. I was actually born in Miami. Raised in Jacksonville, and uh, yeah, the, so my dad used to say he was the, he was the last American out of Miami. He said he was a tail gunner on a bread truck. <laughs> <laughs> well, that does explain why you have the heater on as well. Born in Miami, raised in Jacksonville, you've always been on the yeah. coast, so yeah. And uh, and my my uh, my uncle uh, ran trot lines on the Oklahoma River. <laughs> oh, really? For a living? Yep. Yeah, that's a if. if if for people who've never been there before, um, uh, Vince, it's it's a northern running river. So you put in somewhere around Panasofsky or somewhere uh, up there, and right. then you go north. So what we did yeah. is we leapfrogged. We parked the vehicle at the end of where we were going to be, and then yeah. drove it back downhill, That's you know, smart. to pick up the stuff and then and then head back out. But uh, it's yeah, a, well, growing, it's a great growing up a Gator fan, that was always the big joke. You know, why does the St. John's run from south to north? Because Georgia sucks. <laughs> I like that. I, yeah. I will say that you know on the on the on the east side of the Okawa when you're going north is is really the Ocala National Forest over there. So you have exactly. a lot. Exactly. You have a lot of. That's where I saw my first. I had my first bear encounter face to face coming around the corner with an armload of firewood, and he came around the corner with a mouthful of uh, big Shirley white things. And I just kind of went, okay, you go that way. I'm gonna back up this way. And, <laughs> and uh, I, I used to, I used to go visit my uncle there. He lived actually in the Ocala National Forest. And all their kids, my cousins, they everybody had a tree with a with a nail driven into it, and then the head chopped off and sharpened. And he would come in with there about 300 pounds of catfish, and they'd go to work on them things. And 
and it's just hitting them on that nail on the head with, and then skinning them like Edward Scissorhands. They'd have all that done in about 20 minutes. I was like, oh, my God, these are the biggest rednecks I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, that's old school. That's the way my dad used to do it, drive a nail through them and, and peel all that hide well, off of them, man. Yeah. The, the, my, you know, my aunt, my uncle, all, all the kids would be out there, and it was like, holy crap. You know, yeah. I will say another thing about what's good about the Akawaha is what a lot of people skip over is the amount of springs that are off on each side of it that are just trickle springs. They're not like big, you know, like big sink type jobbers. But if you see a little trickle of water coming out of a forest area or something and you can go up it, like we had kayaks, so, you know, you could only draw three inches of water, you could go up there. And we'd find this little spring, it may only be eight feet across, but you look down and it was like 30 feet deep. <laughs> So it was like crystal, crystal clear, like mine shaft looking thing, you know? And, oh, yeah. And oh, filled yeah. filled with the biggest, juiciest, cleanest brim you'll ever see in your life. And we, oh, were, absolutely. we cleaned up on those bad boys. Yeah. Like well, I grew, up on, uh, I grew up on NES Jacksonville. Uh, my dad was a Navy chief. I grew up there. And let me tell you, the history around that area, you were talking about how it was a big you know, that was the big highway. Well, NES Jacksonville was a plantation before the, you know, way, way back in the day. And we used to wade that river at low tide. And let me tell you, some of the things you would find as far as antique bottles and, and just all kinds of stuff you didn't and wade in the river. Yeah. Well, there's almost a century or, or more of commerce that came down through that entire area. And you can only imagine how many uh, you know, pocket watches, pocket knives, uh, camp knives, and things fell off of a barge and all that kind of stuff through there. I'm sure that whole dang river stretch is full of that stuff. Yeah, I actually, at one time, I had an old Civil War bayonet that we had actually spent, my brother and I found in our backyard in base housing. No kidding. That's yeah. awesome, man. Well, I, yeah. I, I would have seen Glenn Kidman up there with his little metal detector. He could come <laughs> back a millionaire. Oh, man, it was a great place to be a kid, let me tell you. Yeah. Not to mention the close proximity of the ammo dump. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I don't know whose bright idea it was to put the ammo dump right next to base housing, but uh, as a as a kid, we used to we used to do a lot of blowing things up. <laughs> Is there a statute well, well, of limitations yeah, on that? Uh, I'm just asking for a friend. Yeah, I, was, so. I was a juvenile at the time, so I don't think it's <laughs> Ah, crazy eight-year-olds are out there playing around in the ammo dump. Get those blasting caps out of their hands. Jeez. Oh, my God. They used to throw things away you would not believe, and we'd go scourging through there. We'd find parachutes and all kinds of cans of black powder, and my yeah. brother would, anything that had a hole in it, he would pack full of gunpowder and put a sparkler in it and yep. blow it up. Do you, do you remember as a kid, Bill George, uh, I mean, they used to literally run commercials, PSAs on television, uh, what to do if you found a blasting cap. Do you remember those? I don't I don't remember those, but I can tell you, I would be thrown in jail for what I did as a kid. <laughs> <laughs> I always have to preface that when I tell a story to my children, especially my enlightened 14-year-old, and his eyes get really big, like, that sounds like so much fun. I go, but you have to remember. It was a different time, and you know, back, time. back then they would give you a slap on the wrist, or you know, hold you by your collar while you're standing at your doorstep, and they're telling your mother what you did. Nowadays, they just take you to jail. So, it's, hey, yeah. I rem- I bought a I bought a Remington single shot twenty two at, at thirteen years fourteen years old from a guy at a flea market, and walked with it four miles down Blanding Boulevard, and no one said a word. No, no case. Nothing. Just no. a 22 over your shoulder. Yeah, sure. Why not? Try that today. 
Yeah. Well, Try that today. Unless you got a fishing rod in the other hand, you uh, are looking at some uh, trouble, perhaps. Yes. <laughs> well, Alan, we appreciate you calling, man, and we're glad we had uh, sparked a few little memory lane things, man. That's awesome. Yeah, awesome show, guys. Appreciate you. Yeah, man. All right, buddy. Take stay, care. Stay warm, little baby boy out there. It's freezing. Will do. I'm getting ready. I'm going next next this time next week. I'll be up in the frozen tundra of Wisconsin. So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a little... I'm going to go sit outside in my underwear and get ready. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe, maybe I got to try and hook up with you sometime this week and uh, let you take some gator meat up there. Oh, that'll be Absolutely. cool. Absolutely. I'd love to do that. That's, that would be a, that'd be a treat for those guys up well, there. Well, I'm going yeah, to bring them. Yeah, so you're I'm bring up some grouper, but. Alan, you're, you're looking at it as a treat. Bill George is using it as a bribe. No. Because, you know, Wisconsin's not that far away from Pennsylvania. Oh. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And he, <laughs> he's uh, heading up there. I, I was kind of waiting hey. for it. You yeah. know, like, I'll give you this if you give me yeah. uh, you know, a little time. Maybe I'll there. drive down. It's not that far. Come Do on. Do not I'm... forget to put in for quota hunt apps for those youth kids hunts. Yeah, that's true. Roger that. Bring turkeys right now. Yeah. Put in. Roger that. I, I appreciate the reminder because I do forget. All righty. <laughs> See you, Alan. All right, buddy. See you. We'll see you. All right, bye. All right, we want to talk to Bobby Joe or we want to wait? How much time do you got before you make us break, Casey? Three minutes. Wait, he's yeah, saying two. two he's saying minutes. three. What is it? Two or three? We can start. That would be about, five. About we two minutes now. Two, three minutes. Yeah. Come on, man. Tighten yeah, up. Yeah, so we go to break, so. <laughs> we can start. I wish I could understand a word he's saying. I understand him. You do? Yeah. You speak muffle? No, I speak Kentucky. Yeah, he <laughs> speaks Kentucky. He knows. <laughs> I'm gonna answer the phone. Is this is this Bobby Joe? Bobby Joe. This is Bobby Joe. Oh, thank, good morning. Th- th- thanks for calling. Well, thank you for having me. All right, no, I'm we're, excited. We're, we're, no, we're done. Uh, we gotta, we're we're out of here. We just wanted to acknowledge that you were alive, and then we got to move on. No, we uh, we got like uh, what is it? Two, three, three minutes. Now we got a minute and a half. Uh, so about we'll, a minute and a half now. We'll, yeah. All right, fine. So, all right, Bobby Joe, here's what we'll do. We'll start talking to you now, and then we'll put you on hold when we go to break. And when we come back from break, we'll continue our conversation. How's that happen? Sounds good to me. All right, now, Bobby Joe, let's first off, who are you and why are you calling the show? Well, my name is Bobby Joe Birdsong, and I'm from Colorado. And I'm originally uh, born and raised in Tampa and Florida, and I'm a self-taught photographer. Uh-huh. And um, Toby is sponsoring me he will be my editor and publicist for promoting my up-and-coming book now are you in colorado presently or are you back here in town i'm in colorado what what part of colorado let's narrow it down it's conifer colorado i have no idea where that is how far Um, near evergreen 30 miles okay denver what what 30 miles from denver all right which direction from denver uh, south. South. So oh, just yeah. on, just on the edge of the high desert area down there. No, in the foothills. Foothills. Oh yeah, because you yeah. know it's got those regions all over the place out there. You got the hills, you got the Rockies, you got the high desert, and you got the foothills, and then you got the prairie on the other side. I'll stay in the mountains, thank you. <laughs> yeah, no, no, <laughs> don't nice. like the city. No, nah, well, you know Denver's not a bad place to visit and get a rental car and head up to Casper in, so it's not too bad. Nope. I got uh, I got so, a friend of mine that lives out in Beaverton. I'm I'm not sure where that is. It's it's on the east side of uh, Denver. Okay. You never heard of a guy named Paul Groover? No. You know what? 
I thought you grew up in Tampa. How do you not know who Paul Gruber is? Tampa Bay Buccaneer I, Paul Gruber? Well, I was raised in Sefner, Florida. Oh, okay. That's why. What the? So what's your, what's your book about? Talk about your book. Well, I, don't, about? I don't want to get to the book thing until we go back to break. Right now I'm just oh, building up her personality and oh. seeing where she is and where she's from and what oh, she's doing and all that kind of stuff. And then when we do the break, then we'll get into the dirty stuff when we get back. Well, there you go. See, see how it works? Perfect timing. <laughs> Bobby Joe, I'm sorry you didn't hear all that. Oh, that's fine. You guys are funny. I've been listening to you. Oh, gosh. That was your first mistake. <laughs> all right. Can you hang on for me? We're going to put you on hold. Don't freak out, okay? Sure sure will. I'm trying to stay calm. Okay, stay calm. Go get a Coke. <laughs> it's all good. We're all, we'll be right back. All right, we're going to take a break. It is a big and wild outdoors. When we come back, we're going to can finish our conversation with Bobby Joe Birdsong, if that really is her real name. Take a fast one. We'll be right back. That's crazy. Welcome back, everybody. It's the Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince, Bill George, uh, Schreiner, and Casey all hanging out with you this morning. And Bobby Joe, Bobby Joe, crazy woman, birdsong calling in from Colorado. You still there with us? Here. <laughs> okay. All right. all right. It's okay. It's Can Casey, you hear me? It's Casey's first day. Yes. It's okay. No, we got you. It's all good. Okay. So okay. I, had to, I had to go look you up. I had to go look, uh, find you in Conifer, Colorado. Uh, I had yep. to go, I had to sift through the 964 other dead people named Bobby Joe Birdsong, so um, <laughs> to, to find you finally. Uh, but it's really nice. Uh, I I know you're a photographer, and you have a book coming out. Is that what it is? Is yes. Um, I'm a self-taught photographer, and um, I, when I came out from Florida in 1998, um, just all the, the outdoors just made me become a photographer and my passion just blew up. Well, I, I, I can, looking at your uh, website, I can see that uh, uh, the scenery that you're surrounded by in Colorado is, of course, extremely different than what we have here. I mean, we got beautiful beaches, we got palm trees, and then uh, beyond that, it's just, you know, pretty flat and, you know, whatever kind of thing. And then... But uh, looking at your work on here, I mean, it's I can understand why you'd get into photography. If I've lived in the mountains, I'm sure I'd be taking beautiful pictures as well. If I were at least, she's I would got try some to. really cool pictures out there. Yeah, and there's thank stuff, you. Look at that one; it's got white stuff on. That it. That looks like a Christmas postcard. That's that's what they call snow. What is that? That's yeah, <laughs> it falls from the sky. I don't know about all that. It's cold and yeah, it's moist. That's foreign to me. It's awesome. I just think I have some unique captures, and I thought I'd just put them into a book, and Toby is going to be helping me out with that and well, that's nice. promoting me. Well, I see the one. I, I don't know what this is. I think it's a woodchuck or a rock chuck or something. There's one good picture of there on there, and uh, I'm sorry to say, but if I saw him standing there in that profile, that 22250 <laughs> would do a lot of damage to that, that shot. Right yeah. there. Uh, you know, yeah. i got to ask you. You're a photographer, and you're a professional. You have a book coming out. Um what is the biggest mistake that hunters make when they, like, take a picture with the animal that they have just taken out of the woods? What do you, in your opinion, what would be the first mistake you see? The biggest mistake, taking a picture, 
But when it's when he shot him already? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I'm not, I mean, I'm not asking him to wrestle the thing. I mean, you know. <laughs> Well, it depends on who you are. I mean, if you're going to be one of those people that whine about it. Yeah. um, um, I have taken photographs of hunters um, with their kill, and um, it didn't bother me none. I mean, I think it's a great thing. Uh, I think the first mistake is lighting. If your lighting sucks, you got to have a better lighting system. But, I mean, you know, what what I mean, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but, like, guys who, like, Hold it really far out in front of them to make it look bigger than it is. You know, make the rack look bigger and them look smaller. Or, I mean, how do they frame it up and all that kind of good stuff? Should you shoot from the ground up or from up top down or what? what would... It it all it all comes natural to me. Um, of course, you want to get the best angle. Um, and okay. Um. Yeah. It's hard for me to explain when you just, it just comes to me. Right. Well, for you, it's a natural um, thing. That's why I was asking for you to, maybe you could help somebody frame it up better because Bill George is the worst at taking pictures. He always has to hand his camera off to somebody else and let them take a better picture. And I hear, I hear things about putting it into thirds and you want this and this side. And, you know, I'm, I've always been that guy who puts whatever in the middle of it. And I'm told, well, maybe that's not the best way to go or something along that line. I would yeah. say shooting down would give the best effect. Shooting down? But then then, then, yeah. uh, then you got guys that are a little heavy. They get double chin and they get, uh, you know, they, they get a little worried about it. <laughs> All right. Well, then you shoot many different angles. <laughs> <laughs> and then you pick and choose. Then you pick your yeah. best shot. I understand. <laughs> now, for you, as a wildlife photographer, you don't get to do that. I mean, for a lot of things, I, I noticed there's one on here where you have a picture of a uh, of a deer that's sprinting off and all four legs off the ground. I mean, you don't get a second shot on something like that. Nope. Nope. Sometimes I'll just come around the corner, and there they are, and just yeah. jump out and snap, snap, snap. I'm, I'm an avid jeeper, so um, when I go into the mountains, I'll jeep and camp and in the wilderness, um, tent style, Whoa. and with my dog, Cupcake. Got to have, have a dog. Got to have that burglar alarm. That's it, always a good oh thing. Oh, yeah. Now, back, yep. in the, back in the really old days, we actually had film when I started out, and, and so you were always very reluctant to take a picture, and you never knew how it was going to come out until you actually had it developed. But now with all the, the I mean, just Digital. on my iPhone alone it's just i can take so many pictures and i just take way more than i think i'm going to need and then i turn around and i just try and find one that works right you can delete them and go through them and keep snapping away are you to shoot- get the right capture are you shooting on film or are you using a digital camera for these fo- digital a canon wow they're, yep. they're beautiful uh, canon 5d mark ii yeah it's mean, an older one but so this book that's coming out, is this like a coffee table thing, or what is it, uh, the book about? Is it teaching photography or just showing pictures? More about uh, a coffee it's coffee table and um, just to feature some of my photographs. I have so much support out there that people are just encouraging me to get out there and expose myself more. And um, it'll be about wildlife and nature and landscapes while jeeping and camping in the wilderness of Colorado. Yeah, that's a, it's an easy thing to fall into out there, especially because I know it's beautiful and a lot of people do that. It's a big thing out there to get out in a Jeep and go out with a bunch of friends and head up to the mountains and things. Yeah, but they have to know how to Jeep, too. 
Oh, yeah, they're, they're just keep it in four-wheel drive and uh, push the gas as hard as you can. So no, it's not that easy. Avoid yeah. avoid sudden cliff drops. <clears throat> yeah, it's different. It's different than mudding in Florida. I guarantee it. I'm gonna... Plus, you got. Oh, I love mud too. I'll go through the mud, and my mechanic doesn't like me that much. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I, I know that the one thing that I know is, is is lacking a lot up in Colorado that keeps me from doing that kind of activities is oxygen. That is true. Yeah. There's not much oxygen up there in those uh, areas up there where you go. Well, you can bring a can of oxygen with you. I guess I could do that. That would look really nice. You know, it'd be a cool book as a book. <laughs> Just like plug a... it in. <laughs> sure. Yeah, plug it in a cigarette lighter. A hunter series book. No, no, no. They have cool. actual cans. That's yeah. I'm gonna go walk through the Colorado Rockies with a, a can of oxygen. They, on they my do. Back. They have a little mascot. You'd be like, <laughs> yeah, you'd yeah. be like Bane from Batman. I mean, you adapt like I did. I mean, I came from Florida, so yeah. Well, um, you got time to adapt, you Bobby Joe. You should do a series like a Hunter series of oh, books and go hang out nice. with the hunters. Yeah, that would be good. That'd be kind of cool. How do I? Ooh, I'll write that down. Yeah, write it out. If you need some help, I got a guide up in Wyoming that can help you out, and I got a guy over in the south part of Wyoming that can help you out. And uh, you know, you go out there, and take some pictures. Toby's of some going elks. great. I got more work. I'm I thought do about that. doing that. You know, like going out with some hunters and just being the official photographer for them and capturing their memories and the hunt and everything. You That'd should be do awesome. like the different regions of the country: out west, Florida, New York, Pennsylvania. It'd go all over the place. Yeah, you should yeah. come. You should come with us, and I'll show you the aftermath of a prairie dog uh, town <laughs> after two days with a two two three. Lots of prairie dogs here that need to be taken care of. That's what I'm saying. Seventeen HMR or twenty two two fifty. Well, Bobby Joe, where can anybody go look at this and look at your work? Where is that uh, found at? Where's well, the website? I'm working on um, uh, my um, website, but. For the time being, they can go to Instagram, um, B-O-B-B-Y-J-O, Birdsong. Mm-hmm. Find me there. Now, I found you on um, Flickr. I found your, all your stuff here on Flickr. That's where I found oh all Oh, my these... gosh. That's so old. Yeah, but they're beautiful no, pictures. No, no, no. You need to go to Instagram. Oh. Don't look at that. Those are old, old pictures. But do they not look yeah. great? Those are great pictures, they're though. Great pictures. No, they're not. No, I'm, I'm, a, I'm my what? worst critic. Oh my gosh! I, the barn ones and stuff that are out there; That's those are really awesome. Cool go to Instagram. Go to Instagram. You know what? Um, now I'm not going to do it because I found the ones on Flickr, oh, and I'm going to stay with these. Oh no, those are so old. I don't care. I'm old so, school. I'm what old actually school. is Flickr? Flickr. Or you can go on Facebook. What even is Flickr? Man? Oh my gosh, Kentucky! Hang on, we'll explain all that later. <laughs> or you can, or you can go on Facebook. I'm public, so okay. Um, so Bobby Joe Birdsong, we can find you on Facebook or Instagram, but you want us to stay away from your great collection of photographs Flickr. on Flickr. I just, those are so outdated. I can't believe it. I can't believe it still exists. No, it's beautiful. They're beautiful pictures. They really are. There's nothing wrong with them. You should be very well, proud. Be, and always remember, if you put it Give out Give me the there opportunity on... and look on Instagram yeah. so that you can see those. Or Facebook. Okay. Well, all right. Fine. They're well, new. All right. We'll They're go. much up- updated and so forth. And um. Okay. All right. We'll go check it out. All right. We'll find you on Facebook if you want to stay with on Flickr. Bobby Joe, go have a good time today, man. It's uh, horrible here, so go enjoy it there. Will do. The sun's just rising here, just and I have now? a buck in my yard right now. So. I'm sorry. You have a what? A buck. A buck in my yard right now. Well, I don't hear anything. He's a big one. 
Well, all right, we'll we'll wait for the shot. Go ahead. Take Why the are you shot. on the okay. phone? No, take the shot. We want to hear. Can it. I take a picture while I'm on the phone? Not a picture. No, like like the like seven millimeter oh eight or thirty out six. <laughs> take the shot. It just Put, ran so. Put oh, that venison in the freezer. That's right. <laughs> I need to learn. <laughs> now, All right, what, do guys. You, what do you flip out of your? No, I'd be like, awesome. That'd be great. The only shots I take are from a camera right oh, now. Oh, <laughs> you got him standing in the front yard. You missed your shot. Dang it. All right, Bobby Joe, go have a great time. Go go chase that buck. We'll talk to you later. Have a great day. <laughs> you guys as well. Bye-bye. 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 See you, girl. I still say go look at the Flicker pictures because they're actually really nice. Back in the old days, we had Flicker. Y'all are going to have to teach me about this Flicker stuff, man. I, I got to say, I've, I've heard of Tumblr. I mean, MySpace. No, no Flicker, though. Yeah, and we'll also teach you about girls, too. Stay right there. <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be right back. That kind of thing. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Big and Wild Outdoors. Braden Vince and uh, Bill George. Quick uh, fast cast for you for today. It's going to be a uh, pretty, mm, yeah, not too bad day, I guess, for most. The uh, high's going to be about 66 degrees. It's going to feel like it's around 63. When the wind's blowing on you, it gets a lot cooler. Trust me, we know we were standing out front waiting for Shriner, and it was like, dude, can we just like break the glass and get inside? It's like freezing out here. And then uh, it was colder inside. <laughs> and it was colder in here. The air conditioner was still pumping out all kinds of good stuff. So uh, northwest winds, 20 to 25 miles an hour, and uh, more clouds and sun. Still 40% chance for rain today. And uh, tonight's going to be around 62. Still a little breezy and only about a 25% chance for rain. And oh. if you had not heard, the uh, king of the beach uh, has been canceled for today, and everything has been moved for tomorrow. All right, I just okay. want to point out a couple of things here. Number one. I made you wait because I was getting you hot breakfast sandwiches. That's true. From Wawa. And number two, you're complaining about this weather for guys that like to be out in the woods up in trees this right. time of day. Like, no, I, I, but we're dressed differently when you do that kind of activity. You're going to be out there with, uh, you know, some little heavier cloth material on. Now Bill's pointing out that you're wearing a long sleeve shirt. Bill, in, in Braden's defense, that's... It's a quick dry. Yeah, it's a, yeah. so that's like nothing. That's like a t-shirt or less. It's actually like standing word. out there nude. Yeah, right. <laughs> Especially in the wind. <laughs> no, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, when I was standing out there, you got Mr. Flannel on it's here. It's a thin flannel. It's not even a, th- it's not a it's real not flannel. It's not a quilted one. <laughs> Doesn't matter. Exactly. You got flannel on, you got long pantalones on, and Bill's got his long johns on it, and he's got his shirt on. I'm out there standing in my shorts and this uh, naked t shirt. I'm actually if surprised any, you're not in flip flops. If any of you come walking in wearing a Snuggie, you're out. You're off the show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got to head over to G later on, so I got my shoes on. I got to just, uh, uh, I got to go get uh, my stuff and then uh, head that way, go that way kind of thing. What was I going? What was I talking about? I can't remember. Oh, oh. fast gas. Uh, yeah, I already did that. Yeah. already did the fast well, Last thing you were doing. I know. Speaking of Toby, I wanted to mention the fact that uh, the squirrel, second annual squirrel hunt is coming up February what? What is 19th. it? 19th. 19th. February 19th. Uh, it's a two-person dealio, uh, $20 per team. Last year was the first annual, and they had like, what, over 200 There, There were kids everywhere. I went up there after the show just to see it was incredible how many people were there i know man it's awesome well they they do a little side pot kind of like what they do when you go out on a party boat 
you know, everybody throws in like a couple of dollars and see who, uh, you know, wins the big prize kind of deal. Uh, it's for the biggest squirrel, the yep. largest squirrel of the whole entire bunch. Well, 100% payout. Now, this is the thing. This is a competition. So uh, each team will weigh in their top five squirrels, your top five. And remember, you can't use fox squirrels because they're still protected. And you can't bring squirrels in from other regions. Yes, you can. <laughs> yes, you can. Yeah, yes, really? You can. Yes, you can. Oh, yeah. he did. oh wow. Yes, yeah. I think they have to be state shot. You can't bring yeah. in some big fatties from upstate New York, you know, but, with the tough Davia things that weigh three pounds. But we we actually stand a good chance if we could keep Carlos away. Keep the secret stuff oh. under care. I mean, he's like, man, those squirrels are humongous. Well, then you know what? Keep him away from them. Over there in the California, I think. I know a really good squirrel. <laughs> I've seen a couple of good ones. I know in the in the neighborhood. Yeah. What are you going to crossman seven sixty those things to death? Or what are you going to do? Air rifle. That's what I just said. Yeah. Crossman seven sixty. Yeah. Oh, he he, he doesn't know. Okay. That. So anyway, uh, first place is 50% payout, uh, second place is 30%, and third place is 20%. And you got 20 per team. And last year, I think 200 people were in there. So, dude, that was a pretty good little payout. No, it was a big payout. Yeah, that's that's pretty good. And don't forget, they got the little side butt thing and, over there. And then they had prizes for kids, and it, they had a lot of stuff there. Yeah, it's going to be happening um, – uh, the date is February 19th. Registration starts on January 1st. And uh, I think they're going to – where's the location? Where was it last year? It was up uh, – It's at a little general store that has good lunch. Well, that narrowed <laughs> that, it yeah, down. Yeah, where in God's name is that? <laughs> Jeez. All I know is that the Siri took me there, and you didn't have a problem knowing Sorry. you were there when you got there because there was people everywhere. Well, it's up around Inverness, wasn't it? Up around that area, Brooksville, uh, Inverness area. It's, it's in that general direction, and I know the I know the the store you're talking it's about. North too. of Brooksville, south of Pan. North of Brooksville, south of Pan. That'd be Inverness. Inverness is too far inland. Uh, oh, it is. Yeah, it's it's closer to the seventy five deal, uh, and that's not inland. That's pretty inland, Bill. <laughs> well, <laughs> you know what? Now you know why you use a Surrey. Take me to the squirrel oh, hunting yeah. thing. <laughs> Take me Surrey to the squirrel hunting thing. Well, I'm uh, sure we'll talk about it quite oh, a yeah, bit before yeah. now and then. I just wanted to put a bug in your ear so that you know it was coming up because. Yeah. Uh, uh, we mentioned it when we were standing out front, shivering, waiting for Schreiner and his benevolent heart to show up with beautiful, warm food. Um, see, Which you better? waited till it was, was cold to eat. That's nicer, thank you. Yeah, that was nicer. And, uh, and we were talking, and he said, oh, this squirrel event. He goes, dude, we got some big ones. We got some monsters that are hanging out. And I go, well, please don't shoot him. He goes, i got to keep Carlos from trying to kill him. Oh, yeah. Keep Carlos is already. Keep feeding that one in your front yard. <clears throat> Should I stop with the peanut butter, or should I add a little more caloric intake for this poor guy? A little, little, little coconut oil in it, too. A little coconut yeah, oil? Yes. Okay. That helps? Uh, yeah, heck yeah, it helps. I thought just straight-up walnuts would uh, put the weight on. That, too. Okay. Have you seen the size of the squirrels yes. on the live cam? Yes. No, those are giant. Can we bring those in? Can you bring those in from Iowa? I think if you could get... To the event, go shoot them and come back. Maybe if you had a Learjet, you'd be okay. David Doble's got a Learjet. 
Dud. Chris Dex got a Learjet. Dud. Let's we, do we, this. We, we have to fly out there. Let's do- <laughs> fly out to Iowa. You know, uh, dude, the Spearfish, uh, the St. Pete Open, the Spearfish Challenge. That, yeah. There's people that fly all over the place and bring those fish as in. As crazy as that sounds, David would probably do that. Well, yeah, of course he would, just for the heck of just it. Just because. Well, then his girls would have to be involved, and we'll have a plane full of people. It'll turn into a giant squirrel frying uh, episode on the way back, and they won't even get weighed in. It'll still be fun. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but then we'll miss out on all the money that we need to pay for the pride of Jet. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that part. <laughs> it's not, not going to be But there's free. the trophy. Is there a trophy? I'm sure. Was there a trophy last year? You went there. You showed up. I want my trophy to be the shape of the squirrel. Yeah, there was a, there was a, that there was, awesome. there, there is like a little squirrel plaque type like trophy. No, I mean, I want a squirrel trophy. Yeah, like a hold the nut type oh, thing. Oh, just take Carlos with you. He'll leave him in the back of your car and then wait, you'll have a trophy <laughs> five, six <laughs> days later. Also, uh, don't forget to mark your calendars for the fourth annual Florida Wild Turkey Extravaganza. That's coming up on February 5th. It's going to be out at the same location out at the True Heart Ranch, which is up in Webster, Florida. Um, they got about 18 confirmed custom call makers already going to show up so far this year. And if you've never been there before, they got all kinds of great custom made, handmade turkey stuff. They got, uh, paintings, artists, uh, book writers, all those kind of guys. And, uh, it's out there in the middle of nowhere. It's a beautiful place. Uh, last year when we went there, we got a little, uh, got a little bit of rain in there. So everybody was inside the barn and it kind of made it a little more cozy. Yeah, it last, was pretty nice. Last year, the turkey deal and the squirrel competition was on the same day. That's right. And I, I left, did the show here, went to the turkey extravaganza, left there, went to the squirrel one. I had a busy, busy Yeah, morning. so we didn't have time to do any of the squirrel hunting activities to bring said uh, squirrels over. Because right out there at the True Heart Ranch, if you remember when we drove in, it's lined with all these beautiful hundreds and hundreds of year old oak trees yeah and if you remember when it's just started to get into that misty kind of rainy spitty thing that the squirrels were doing like a mad dash to go get the last of the acorns before they had to go hunker down because the rain was coming dude there were some big fatties there big ones how are we gonna work this out how are we gonna do the show and go you didn't hear bill george what he said no, i don't like what he said Why? what's wrong with what he said because <laughs> i, I I don't like it. What do you mean you don't I want like to it? go out. You can come afterwards. You can oh, come oh, after the well, show. You can no. do you can do the king of the beach thing. You know, because you're today, the dawn. Tomorrow. You're that's the tomorrow. dawn. That's tomorrow, well, dude. That's what we're letting you do. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, hey, Shriner, that day I need you in the studio, buddy. <laughs> oh, sure. It'll be the uh, Shriner and Vince show. Wait, which day is that? The 19th. 19th? Of February. Oh, okay, maybe. I was going to say this. Remember, uh, we haven't even talked about it in two weeks. Oh, that's right. You're going to be gone. I'm going to be out on, yeah, well, I won't be here next week either, but in two weeks, I'm going to be on St. Vincent Island up off Apalachicola there. Ooh, nice. Sandbar deer with the muzzleloader. This is what, fifth year? Fifth year in a row for you? Uh, last year, I didn't go because I had COVID. Uh, oh, that's like, right. Right before. But uh, you were there... What the three previous years, something like something, that? Well, except for when Michael came through, yeah. So we've, <clears throat> I've, I've hit, I've been able to get the permit on a regular basis because I'm really, go- I've been lucky on the uh, second chance. After the people that won the draw originally failed to finish their application, they usually put up like another, I don't know, thirty, forty that that didn't get through, and I go for that. Well, now yeah. did you, did, have you killed one yet? Nope. 
haven't even seen one alive in the woods. Well, that way, see, now I'm asking you that because I was going to suggest that maybe you get Bill George involved in it, but then that son of a, he's going to go out there and shoot one, and yeah, then you're going to kill him. But no, because he's going to give me the poison pill off that thing. <laughs> <laughs> is that what it is? Uh, yeah. The back strap? That's no, it. no, no, the poison glands are on the inside. They're those, oh, those the tenderloins. Tender yeah, oh, the two poison glands. The, uh, no, we, we could while I was up there, man, I could have gone and put a couple hundred pounds of corn out and had them come into a particular area for you. On they, the island? Yeah, those, the, the well, you can go out there. They shut down the island for this hunt, so the only ones allowed on the island Wednesday through Sunday are going to be hunters. Uh, could so you, we, can you do that? Can you bait on that island? Not legally. Not legally. Oh, my gosh. But I'm not hunting No, that's it. the thing, though. You, you I'm put, not you, hunting No, you're, put, you're putting the bait out there, because not bait, it's feed for, like, squirrels and birds. Ah. And if you see any deer over there i'm gonna shoot those guys because they're not supposed to be eating that yeah are no, you bringing your cameras not, with you that's not for you no so. shriner will have a, he will be able to document that he never left the tampa bay area he couldn't <laughs> have been him oh my gosh yeah, i'm in a bar somewhere with my uh what an unruly gentleman what's that group you hang out with the saint pete fools yeah that's it are you bringing your gopros with you yeah i'm gonna i'm actually i got a gorilla pod so i'm gonna strap it around the uh the muzzleloader, so it'll be a direct line of sight shot. That footage I got to see. Is yeah. it muzzleloader only? It's it's primitive, so muzzleloader or bow, yeah. Or a hatchet. I mean, can't you go up there with a spear? <laughs> I don't know. You get a boar spear and go after it? Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Why not? The, uh, and I don't know if they'll, I guess they would eat corn, but they're related to elk, so they go after the uh, the seagrasses, the water plants that are on the island. Mm. So. What? Why would they Saw do grass. that? I know psychodeer usually hang out by the water and stuff, and they're Formosan-type elk anyway. Sawgrass, I guess, is what they, they Sawgrass? Do. What the hell would eat sawgrass? I don't know. That is nasty. Apparently nope. them. I guess not. So the, the reason I found that out the hard way was after Hurricane Michael came blowing through and they had to shut down the hunt for a year, the next year we got automatically back out there because we had missed our hunt. They just passed, uh, moved on the, on the, the passes, and... The areas where they had been feeding previously had so much salt water, it killed the grasses in the fresh water, so they moved, and we didn't know where they went. Ah. You know, speaking of feedy-type stuff, how's our uh, feed experiment going on out there on the uh, Bill George Island? Well, hopefully, I will be able to tell you after I go out there this weekend, now that gator season's over. I was kind of disappointed because your brother said that they were bypassing everything and going straight to the apples. All right. I will turn around, and he's up in Pennsylvania killing deer up there. We'll be back out there this weekend. Bill, you're killing me. You're supposed to come in with this info, bro. Hey, hey. Well, this has been going on for out, weeks. He's been out killing Gator gators, season. man. Yeah, he's gator. You know, he's, have, he's, have people farm it out, man. That's what you do, farm things out. It's going to be amazing to see if there's anything, any kind of activity with the amount of rain that came pushing through there with everything being washed into the ground. So <laughs> I well, know that. Uh, I, I don't know. Thursday, I put 600 pounds of uh, limestone, lime out on my food pot for my deer in the backyard. I don't know if it washed it into the ground or washed <laughs> it away. I don't know. Well, it doesn't have very much to go through. Wait, you're talking about at the house house? At your house house? Yes, at the house house. They're not your deer. They're not your deer. They're your wife's deer. They're, correct. correct. <laughs> Can you shoot those deer? deer? No. They, they're not, not deer. Legally, yes. But wifey, but no. But I'd be single like you. <laughs> yeah, wifey, wifey, no. Now, you know, you got to remember, you weren't here for the adventures of the wild hogs that were coming in, and uh, it was all cute and cuddly until, you know, they were not going anywhere away and hanging out on the back porch. And then Front wife, porch. 
And then wifey made the decision of, you know, they've got to go. After Vince, these pigs would rub all their mud on her front door to her house. <laughs> so they got to go. They had they, to go. Yeah. yeah, I can imagine. So if we could only accuse them of... Uh, Tearing up the trees in the backyard, you know, with those deadly antlers they have on their heads, then maybe we could get a it, reprieve. Is it immoral to kill a can of corn and shake it when he walks up to eat? You shoot him with the forty-four in the head. That's a little rough. <laughs> That's legal. <laughs> legal. <laughs> We're gonna take a break. It is a big wild outdoors. Brought to you by Brandon Ford. Stay right there, you guys. We'll be right back. Hang on. Welcome back, everybody. It's Big Wild uh, hanging out with you today. Big Wild Outdoors. I, it's not our normal time to do the fast cast, but I want to get this out there one more time before we get out of here. We had a few minutes left in the show. Uh, it's going to be a pretty, uh, pretty typical Florida right after front day kind of for everybody. It's going to be more clouds and sun out there. 40% chance for showers today. Uh, gusty winds, 20 to 25 miles an hour. Uh, about 66 degrees for the high out there, and there is a rip current warning out on the beach, and there is also a high surf advisory, which, if you had not heard, means that we are they're moving king of the beach uh, until tomorrow. tomorrow. Getting everything out there tomorrow. Tonight's going to be pretty nice, and tomorrow's going to be absolutely fabuloso, beautiful. So it'll be a good time to go out there. I know General Gun started today in uh, the sea zone. Uh, if you got out there and Suffered through all the misery of early this morning and then through the day. Uh, make sure you're back out there tomorrow if you don't get a if you don't get a shot on something because if they're not moving as much as you think they would today, they'll be moving twice as much tomorrow because they're gonna be hungry, 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 Jack. Also, before we get out of here, I also have to say congratulations to my son. Uh, Barrett went online and completed his uh, boater safety course. Good for him. So, uh, and you know what? He did it on his own. He took it upon himself, and uh, he went and locked himself in the room for about uh, four hours. That's a long course. And uh, then came out into the living room when he was taking the test and uh, answered about probably mm, 85 to 90% of the questions on his own. Asked me a couple of uh, questions, you know, that I tried to help him out with. <clears throat> and uh, he ended up uh, passing. And uh, so it cost me 35 bucks, and he'll be getting it in four to six weeks. The Coast Guard version, right? Yeah. Yeah, he'll have a cool little certificate. Yeah, he's going to get the certificate and all that kind of stuff. And uh, he wanted to get that done and uh, because he's met a lot of new friends at his high school that are big-time fishermen. And, of course, there are a few of them that live down in Shore Acres. They're like, dude, you need to come out. We'll go fishing, man. And he's like, well, I don't know how to drive a boat or anything. Like, get online. Get on your camp. Get the license. Or get your permit <laughs> or whatever it, it is. And so he went, took it upon himself, and did it. And then uh, I said, well, next up, hunter safety course. Let's get that knocked out online. And if you have to do uh, a range day, some of them that you do because of the COVID thing, I don't know if that's all changed by now. I'm sure it has. But. Uh, last year, if you had to do it, you know they would waive your, uh, you know your uh, competency assessment when you came out to shoot your firearm. Uh, a few of them would let you slide, but I think this year you're still gonna have to do it. So. Well, once once the boat's painted, we'll just get beyond the boat and let him practice. <clears throat> oh sure, yeah. You take him out, have fun. I'll take him. I'm not bouncing off any markers with that kid. 
I'll be there, man. You'll be there. We'll be fine. Yeah, I can see it now. Seawall. 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 It's a seawall. Give me the reel. <laughs> <laughs> you can't just stop the boat by putting it There's in reverse. There's no brakes, baby. No brakes. But uh, I said, well, now you've really done it because once you get this done, now you got to get your hunter safety course. And then once you get crazy, then we'll uh, talk to uh, Chris or somebody and see if we can't get you in for your six-pack. And he goes, six-pack? Dad, I'm not going to be able to drink. I'm like 21. I was like, no. <laughs> so you can be a captain. You can be a captain of your own boat. And he's like, what? Why would I want to do that? I go, charge your friends. <laughs> he's got, hey, you can borrow my boat. I'll pay. I'll Hey, rent. Charge your charge your friends. Take them out. Do some in-store fishing. Yeah, that's all good. You gonna what? I'm gonna rent him my boat. You're gonna rent. See, it always comes back to him making a buck. <laughs> it's I not. Got I'm I got bills to pay. I got actually, bills to pay. Actually, I said what he ought to do is start looking into the the uh, the Seashay boat. There you Be go. a good starter boat that you could do. It's not you know a, a, a billion horsepower. Yeah, you no, could, little forty horse. Yeah, and you could throw it on a trailer and uh, go to freshwater, saltwater, go that wherever you true. want to. Be a multi multi use boat. Yeah, I was like, dude, he goes, Dad, it's not going to hold like it only holds like three people. I go, how many people are you planning on putting on your boat, bro? Three. Because I'm not going to be <laughs> I'm not going to be comfortable with you out there with six people in your boat. No, not yeah. at all. I, you know, a couple of guys. Couple of two people, you go out and go do some fishing, and yeah, I, I'd be all right with that. Well, I but, might I might know a guy. Well, I, I'm sure you do. You and you know a million people. Yeah. Yeah, it's all good. But so congratulations, B. Good job. It's cool. Talk about congratulations. Missouri finally finished their bear hunt. They got 12 bears. 12 bears. Uh, what know, a bunch of, of rookies. Out of, out of 400 tags, they got 12 bears. <clears throat> well, maybe their assessment's a little bit different than our maybe assessment was. their assessment was a little bit more realistic than what we had here. Because when we had our bear hunt here, it did not take long to make the quota. It was less than 24 hours. Yeah. Well, they put 400 permits out. There was 40 bears for the season. Only 12 were taken. Wait, 40 or 400? 400 permits were issued. Really? 40 bears for the season, and only 12 were taken. So wait a minute. Explain that to me, Bill George. I, it's like a lotto that I okay. may get in and get or no, whatever. No, they, they issued 400 people the opportunity to hunt. Right. They they anticipated the harvest rate was going to be that no but no more than 40 bears would actually be. they So less than 10% success rate, and they only had 12 bears out of the 40 that they were comfortable with harvesting harvested. Wow. That yeah. doesn't sound good, it, right? It doesn't, it doesn't sound, sound like good at all. But but see, here we had when they opened up that bear hunt here, there was so many people that were so frustrated with the bears that they had been dealing with for years. It wasn't it? Wasn't let me go try and hunt a bear. It was, I'm killing that bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Old Smokey, the one that's been eating out of my corn feeder for the past twelve years, he's going down. Yep, <laughs> go, going down. And uh, those were the first ones, and they were done, tagged out. Oh, we went over, didn't we? Boom. We went over 300. A little bit. They, they did the first weekend. They had a certain percentage they were going to take out out of the estimated uh, number of bears. They would then, after the first weekend, you would have to check the next morning to see if the hunt continued. But they very quickly publicized that after that first weekend, they were done because they hit the yeah. limit they wanted to reach. Went over. Went it, over by about no, uh, 10, 12 mm, bears. I think. In, in the central area of the state here, yeah. they shut it down after... 
one, one day, day because I left the show. That's crazy. And and turned around, ended up out there in the afternoon, and I I went to a check station to interact with them. By the time I'd looked at seriously getting out and hunting on Sunday, it had already been shut down. Yeah, it's yeah. done. It was done. There was one activist that actually wrote that they went out into the woods to see how this hunt was being uh, uh, applied, and they heard the bears screaming and crying in terror. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I've had them walk 50 yards behind me, never knew they were there. So they were Until I turned around and saw that they'd done their business in my boot track. I want to know what the sound of a, You know what? I, Find me the sound of a bear running in terror. That's what I want to know. I want to know what that oh, sounds they, like. They played it at a commission meeting. Oh, my gosh. All right, we're going to take it a week off. Then we'll see you on Saturday. How's that sound? Sounds like a plan to me. Take this week off for you, Bill George, and then we'll come back Saturday. I don't get a week off. Well, you will this week. All right, we're going to take a quick a week off, and then we'll see you next Saturday. See have a great week. weekend, everybody. See it's going to be a beautiful be day safe. tomorrow. Go out and have fun. Be safe. See you. Bye. Take it easy. Later. Take it easy. Bye. Go.